Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Hi, this is Dr. Kirk Elliott, founder of Kirk Elliott PhD Private Advisors. And in this presentation, we're going to talk about protecting your IRA with precious metals. So let's take a little history lesson here. When governments run out of money, they really start to do crazy things, right? Throughout history, we can look at stories of how governments amassed mountains of debt that always, every single time, come from one fundamental fact. The factor is this. Their spending was greater than their revenues. That's it. It's not rocket science. It's just common sense. See, when families spend more than what they make year after year after year, what happens? Well, when families spend more than what they make year after year after year, they go bankrupt. (laughs) So what we must remember is what's true for an individual is also true for a nation. When a country continually spends more money than what they make year after year after year, a nation will go bankrupt as well. So when a nation is faced with bankruptcy, what should it do? The answer is simple. The same thing you and I should do when faced with an imminent bankruptcy. Cut spending and increase revenues, right? What do most governments do? Sadly, the wrong thing. They generally abandon all financial responsibility because they have a printing press. So when a nation prints money, they increase their money supply. When they increase their money supply, their currency is devalued. When a currency is devalued, it takes more of that currency to purchase goods and services. Do you get what that means? Because it's a very important concept that once you understand, it will change how you view the world around It means that inflation is not rising prices. Rising prices are a symptom of inflation. So therefore, inflation is nothing more than an increase in the money supply. Let me explain with a story. So here's the story. China manufactures TVs, cars, electronics, and all kinds of stuff, right? They then sell those things to the United States. The goods they are producing have value. The problem is that the United States is printing, 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 printing without discretion to fund stimulus programs, provide bailouts, fund entitlement programs, and everything else that they do. Raise the debt ceiling, Um, pay people to stay home. I mean, the list goes on. They are printing so much and devaluing the currency that the rest of the world is starting to view it like monopoly money. So China says, hey, America, knock it off. We're providing you with valuable TVs, cars, electronics, and all the stuff, but you're paying us with junk currency. Therefore, we are going to want more of that junk currency in exchange for our valuable stuff that you're buying from us. So what do they do? They raise their prices. And that's inflation. Increased prices were just a function of an increased money. So look at this chart. This is the U.S. money in circulation. It's relatively static, right? It's just kind of ups and downs within a range for about the last 10 years. But then in 2020, something happened. It started growing parabolic. They started printing so much money to fund every stimulus program, every entitlement, all the debt, 
paying people to stay home. I mean, you name it. Look at what happened. The money supply grew parabolically, which means inflation is coming. So in 1971, President Nixon took America off the gold standard, meaning money could be printed by government fiat or by their decree whenever and for whatever reason they wanted. But whenever a government has unlimited access to a printing press, they will use it. The result is inflation. Sadly, President Nixon lied. What? Shocking. Politicians lying? (laughs) I know. But you have to believe me on this one. It's true. Politicians will lie. So, So anyways, President Nixon in 1971 promised that the dollar would retain its full value. It is only worth about 19 cents today of what it was worth in 1971. The dollar has lost 81% of its value since 1971. So why does all this matter? Well, it all matters because if you are not at least earning the unofficial inflation on your investments, you're falling behind every year. See, the official inflation rate in the United States in May of 2022 is 8.3%. And the government's official inflation rate has been below 5% since 2008. See, this can be found by looking at the Consumer Price Index. Just so you know, the CPI is extremely flawed. And it's flawed for political... So how is the CPI flawed? Well, the CPI measures the change in prices of a basket of goods over time. However, there are some issues with CPI figures that relegate the index to little more than useless information. These issues are substitution, arithmetic versus geometric weighting, and quality adjustment issues. This is what I did my dissertation on. (laughs) I developed a new methodology for measuring inflation because the way that they measure it now is broke because of all these adjustment factors that they put in. So what's substitution? Substitution bias is one of the most damaging mechanisms in the CPI. Here's an example. Let's say steak was an item in the CPI basket because the consumer price index is a basket of goods. Let's just say it's like 30 goods. And they measure them from point A to point B. And if there's a change in the price, they take the weighting of that in this in the index. And that's how you get the total inflation. But in this story, steak got too expensive, thus resulting in inflation. So the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the BLS actuaries, at their discretion, can substitute steak for a hamburger if they wanted to. Well, if steak went from 4 to $5 a pound, that would be a 25% price increase. But when hamburger is substituted, the price of hamburger may be $3 a pound. That would be a 25% reduction in the CPI. However, this is a trick. There was no decrease in the price level. They just changed the item to something cheaper and call that a price reduction. It's just ridiculous. So what's arithmetic versus geometric weighting? This gets a bit technical, but in a nutshell, the CPI used to utilize arithmetic averaging, but the Boskin Commission changed it to geometric weighting in 1996. Geometric weighting approximates a substitution effect, and over time, it will understate, not overstate, it will understate price levels. Quality adjustment issues? is a technical term for hedonic demand theory, which is a method for estimating prices. Yet another tricky mechanism for understanding inflation. So what is that quality adjustment? So let's just say that that gasoline at the pumps goes up, uh, 
50% in price. However, let's just say that they put some kind of an additive in there that cleans the air by 20%. So what they could actually say under a quality adjustment issue bias is, oh, gas cleans the air by 20%. It's more clean. So therefore, this quality adjustment, we're going to say that gas is 20% cheaper. <laughs> I mean, it's just stupid stuff, right? It's like it's not. It's 50% more expensive because it cleaned the air. They start changing what it actually measures rather than what inflation really is, is how many dollars does it take to buy one gallon of gas? See, at some point, the CPI just becomes bogus and meaningless, which is where we are right now. So the way that this works is, let's say gasoline prices at the pump went from three to four and that 33% increase in price. But if a new additive was added, the gasoline that makes it 40% cleaner, the sinister mechanism shows a 7% decrease in price due to the perceived benefit to the consumer. So that's the story that I just told you. 33% higher price, 40% cleaner air. That's a 7% perceived benefit. Doesn't even have to be a real benefit. It's perceived which is what makes this just so goofy. So we always need to ask why something happens. When you know the fundamental reasons why things happen, you can act accordingly. The Boskin Commission was appointed by the U.S. Senate in 1995. Why? They were to figure out a way to understate inflation since so many entitlements, welfare, Social Security, and others are tied to the official inflation rate. So if inflation can be understated, the government can save a load of money in entitlements. Most people don't realize that physical precious metals can be allocated into your IRAs. See, physical precious metals are the best inflationary hedge that you can have. Why? Because they're things. Things go up with inflation. Like we were just talking about with the CPI, right? So gas, uh, groceries, cars, steak, eggs, doesn't matter. Things go up with inflation. Gold and silver are things. So therefore... If you want to protect yourself against these inflationary pressures, buy things, invest in things because they will go up. That's your inoculation against uh, inflationary pressures. See, when we're talking about precious metals, um, people don't realize that they, that they can be allocated into your IRAs. But I'm not talking about mining shares, precious metals, you know, mutual funds or ETFs. Those are all just paper assets. You know, gold and silver mutual funds, the SLV, the GLD, uh, you know, all the different mining companies, the junior miners, they're all just paper assets. Real tangible assets, gold and silver bars and coins are the best and safest way to allocate into gold and silver. I'm about to show you how. So the Internal Revenue Service, the IRS, allows different types of precious metals to be held in an IRA. The following coins and bullion products are on the U.S. government approved list of metals. See, it's here's the, the Taxpayer Relief Act of, of 1997. Uh, you can read this, um, but actually, you know, in, in subparagraph B there, any gold, silver, platinum, or palladium bullion of a fineness equal to or exceeding the minimum fineness that a contract market, just described in Section 7 of the Commodities Exchange Act, requires for metals which may be delivered in satisfaction of a regulated futures contract. Whew. It's a lot of language, but basically it tells us what kind of gold and silver can be in an IRA? So what can you own in your IRA? You can own gold, gold proof, silver, platinum, or palladium. Gold. Here's some versions of gold that you could put in an IRA. These are the most popular types of gold bullion coins that can be owned in an IRA. 
Um, Australian gold coins and COMEX, NYMEX approved bars and rounds can also be owned in an IRA. So the American Eagle, the Canadian Maple Leaf, the Austrian Philharmonic, uh, many of these bullion coins come in one ounce, half ounce, quarter ounce, or tenth ounce sizes. The lower you go in size, the more cost per ounce it is. So I I never recommend those small fractional sizes. In fact, they're very hard to find anyways. But you pay an excess premium for them over and above the price of, of gold per ounce. This is why of all of these on here, what's the best? The American Eagle. It's got the lowest cost of ownership, buying and selling over all of them. Gold Eagle proofs are coins that are more a collectible version of the Gold Eagle. The precise engraving and frosted images that appear to float above the mirror-like background enhances the intrinsic beauty of, of these designs. Um, the cameo effect on these coins is made possible only with specifically treated hand-polished eyes and striking the blanks multiple times to ensure the highest relief possible. Um, because these coins are in small percentage of all the gold eagles minted, they sell for a premium over the bullion gold eagles. And I would tell you, never buy them. <laughs> unless you're some kind of a collector and you never plan on selling them because I've, I've boy, maybe once in 27 years have I actually seen where somebody's actually made their premium back on these things. I mean, it's just, they're for collectors, not investors. Based on supply and demand, the premium on gold proofs can expand and contract depending on market conditions. You know, many dealers will promote these coins when purchased at times of low premiums because they claim these coins can offer the advantage of multiplied growth as the coins may grow with the spot price and the premium expansion. However, like I just said, I've got over 27 years of experience in this industry and very, very rarely do you see this result. Let's look at silver. You can, you can invest in the American Eagle, the Canadian Maple Leaf, or any kind of COMEX approved bars, 10 ounce, 100 ounce, 1000 ounce bars. So the American Eagle, Canadian Maple Leaf, Mexican Libertad, COMEX approved bars and rounds can all be owned in an IRA. Those pictures that I show are just the most popular. What about platinum? The, the available options for platinum are American Eagles, Canadian Maple Leafs, Isle of Man, Noble Coins, NYMEX approved bars and rounds. Um, the most popular would probably be the, um, well, actually any of these are pretty much equally as popular, but... Very much um, an industrial metal controlled mostly by Russia and South Africa. Um, very volatile, very risky. And so therefore, let the buyer beware, right? You have to be in exactly at the right time and, and you know, to get out at the right time because the prices can fluctuate so much. For that reason, I generally don't go into platinum or palladium coins um, because they're not necessarily a financial metal. They're mostly an industrial metal. And they're way too highly controlled by communist-type countries, right? So palladium, same thing. You can do a palladium maple leaf or a palladium bar. Those are your two options. But here's some frequently asked questions, right? These kind of questions come up all the time. So can I take custody of my IRA assets? No. All IRA assets must be within the custody of a custodian or trustee of the IRA. You may take distribution of your assets in your IRA, which is a taxable event reported to the IRS. Unless you make a qualified rollover contribution of the assets into another plan, you will probably owe income taxes on the value of the distribution and are likely to be subject to a penalty 
for a premature distribution as well. As always, consult with your investment advisors regarding these matters. What's a self-directed IRA? Self-directed IRA is exactly like any other IRA with one major difference. You get to choose where your IRA funds will be invested rather than just accepting whatever the IRA trustee uh, or custodian offers. This gives you greater flexibility because you can choose precious metals, stocks, bonds, CDs, mutual funds, government obligations, and other investments. How do I move my existing IRA to a new custodian so I can fund it with precious metals? Well, money in an existing IRA can be moved to a new custodian by either a transfer or a rollover. A transfer does not require IRS reporting, and there is no restrictions on how often you can transfer funds. Your custodian will contact the previous institution and take care of getting the funds moved. Um, special rules apply if you have reached 70 and a half, and you should check with the previous trustee or custodian to see if, if uh, there will be fees or So can you contribute bullion or coins that you already own into a self-directed IRA? No. All contributions must be made in cash, except in the case of transfers and rollovers. So what is the difference between a traditional and a Roth IRA? Well, anyone who has earned income can contribute to an IRA every year. Depending on your income, marital status, and participation in employers' plans, your contribution to a traditional IRA may be deductible. Contributions to a Roth IRA are never deductible, but qualified distributions from the account are completely tax-free. Your tax advisor can help you determine which type of IRA is most appropriate for you. So why should, why should I make a contribution if it's not a tax deduction? Well, non-deductible contributions grow tax-free in a Roth IRA and tax-deferred in a traditional IRA. This tax-favored treatment usually makes even a non-deductible contribution a smart move. So here's a question. My bank IRA is free. Why is there a fee for my self-directed IRA? Well, a bank has its fee built into the interest rate that it pays you. In addition, a bank probably will not allow you to invest in precious metals. Since the custodian that is holding the precious metals receives no commission from any of your investment actions, separate fees are necessary to cover the cost of maintenance and Um, How much will an IRA denominated in precious metals cost you every year? Well, it's cheaper than you might think. The majority of the fee is for storage. Since you are purchasing physical metals for your account, they need a place to be stored safely. The fees should range in the $200 to $300 range annually, regardless of the amount of metals in your account. Uh, When I qualify for distribution, may I receive the coins instead of a check? The answer is yes. These are called in-kind distributions, and they are permitted. However, upon distribution, you will have to pay ordinary income tax in the case of delivery or cash distribution for the year in which it was received. So what types of precious metals are permitted in my IRA? American gold, silver, platinum, eagle coins, Austrian philharmonics, Australian kangaroos, nuggets, kookaburros, and koala coins, Silver Mexican Libertads, Platinum Isle of Man Noble Coins, Gold Bars and Rounds manufactured by a NYMEX or COMEX approved refiner or assayer and meeting minimum finest requirements of 0.999 plus, Silver Bars and Rounds manufactured by a COMEX approved refiner or assayer and meeting minimum fineness of 0.9995 plus, and then Platinum Bars, or I'm sorry, Palladium Bars and Rounds manufactured by 
a NYMEX-approved refiner assayer and meeting minimum fineness requirements of 0.9995 plus. That's what can go into your So how will these coins be physically stored? Well, when the coins arrive at the storage facility, the shipment will be opened in order to inspect the contents. The contents will then be resealed in the same shipping box and placed in the vault. This ensures that coins that were acquired on a client's behalf are the very same coins that delivered. Uh, can my current IRA custodian bank or broker help me set up an IRA in precious metals? More than likely, the answer is no. The only precious metals IRA that brokers and banks can set up generally is invested in gold stocks and mutual funds or ETFs, which are considered more speculative and risky. So how safe is the storage facility where my coins will be stored? Our selected custodians utilize one of the oldest and largest private storage facilities in the country. The coins are insured and remain locked in the safest possible Can I sell my precious metals in the future and transfer or roll over the proceeds into another type of IRA? Yes. At some point in the future, you may choose to take profits on your precious metals holdings and transfer them into stocks, bonds, CDs, or any type of investments that are allowed in IRAs. That's it. That's how you invest gold and silver in an IRA. Physical gold and silver. If you have questions, go to my website, KirkElliottPhD.com, or give our office a call, 720-605-3900. We'll help you answer those questions, get you safeguarded, uh, reallocated out of paper into tangible assets, and get you out of the path of the hurricane of the inflationary pressures and political chaos that are just wreaking havoc on our world. We'll talk to you later. I hope to talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliottphd.com.